MLM Nation, episode 137. Time doesn't equal efficiency. Actually, pressure lowers your results. And if your whole structure, your whole piece goes away because all of a sudden you have to make it happen, it's not a good idea. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chess. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. This episode is brought to you by Ambitious Women's Success Club. Ambitious Women's Success Club is the first club ever to provide affordable, on-demand business coaching for network marketers. In almost all my interviews with top MLM leaders on MLM Nation, one thing they've all had in common is they all had great mentors and coaches. Even for me, I didn't have any success until I started working with a personal mentor. The key is to making sure you have a mentor with a proven track record and someone you can really rely on for support when you need them. So how would you like to have a mentor that you can call every time you need help? Now, I do have my own coaching programs, but due to my limited time, I can't possibly answer every phone call from every distributor. That's why I've partnered with Ambitious Women's Success Club. As a member of Ambitious Women's Success Club, every time you need help or stuck with something, you just call a number and a business coach and successful entrepreneur will help you out. The coaches at Ambitious Women's Success Club have all built successful businesses and also have years of experience helping other entrepreneurs do the same. This coaching program was founded by Amy Applebaum, who is a best-selling author, successful entrepreneur, a business coach, and has been featured on multiple media publications such as the New York Times, the International Herald Tribune, CNN, ABC, Cosmopolitan Magazine, and much more. And as a member of Ambitious Women's Success Club, you get one-on-one laser coaching and also access to the fastest-growing coaching club for almost nothing You get $500 per hour coaching for just a fraction of the cost. It's a really, really, really good deal, and the coaches are amazing. You definitely want to check this out. So go check out Ambitious Woman Success Club at momnation.net forward slash club. Again, that's momnation.net forward slash club. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm super excited to have a guest from Dubai, Danian Fire. Danian, are you ready to make it happen? I'm absolutely ready, Simon. Thank you for the opportunity. Danian started his career in network marketing at the age of 17. He always described this encounter as a true life-changing moment. While constantly looking for an opportunity to step up and make life a masterpiece, all of a sudden, there it was right in front of him. Daniel stayed as a part-time distributor as he finished school, continued his studies in Germany, worked for a German bank, and later on went into real estate. But Daniel's love was always for MLM, and this passion drove him to work harder on his business and eventually became a full-time network marketing professional. Today, at the age of 30, Daniel is a full-time global leader and million-dollar earner. So, Danny, and I've given MLM Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Of course, Simon. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, see, it's, it's one of these stories where, you know, you read about on the Internet, like kind of type of work from home things. And, and, and I remember very, very well. I was in France, actually, uh, spending some time on a student exchange. And I was surfing the web at night. And uh, I, was, I, was, I was trying to 
look for ways of making money and I, I ran across these websites, you know, make money from home, work from home and I never really knew what it was. I've never heard of network marketing before but I remember going on Google and just typing work from home and then look at all the websites that come up and then I opened every website in a tab from the first page and then I closed down all of them that didn't look, um, let's say, professional and then I remember having three websites left and two were from the same company and one was uh, a product that I really didn't like, let's say it like this. And so I just went ahead with one of the, one of the other two sites and uh, I was invited to a seminar and I just went there not even knowing what's going to happen. And, and that weekend, I mean, you just said it, 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 it changed my life. It, it is fascinating how looking back, attending an event changed my life. There is a life up until that point and from that weekend. That's a great way to put it, like the before and after event. Of a, of a person, right? Um, I wanted you to walk you through the process because a lot of people are interested in online marketing. And what was the process? You saw a website, and then what did you? You fill out the form. Uh, did someone reach out to you? Uh, can you walk walk us through the step by step from you going to the website, and then next thing you know, you're at the event. Yeah. So I'm. I was like one of these people that were like really, really keen. I mean, I wanted to know more. So I wasn't the skeptic. I wasn't the person requesting a ton of info material. I mean, I went on Google, type work from home, uh, just in German language, by the way, I did that. And then um, I, I looked at the first page of Google, I opened every single tab, and then I finally decided which website I thought was the most trustworthy, right? Uh, the, the one that looked the most professional. I remember it was like a green website. I don't know if that's some kind of magic right there. But <laughs> anyway, so, <laughs> I, took that, so I, I took that site, I filled in my information, and yes, they had a lot of, I mean, that, it was kind of a website where, remember, I mean, we're, we're talking 13 years ago where... Network marketing marketing was all about talking a lot but not saying anything. So it was still this type of times, which today I, I wouldn't support at all anymore. Now I'm more like, like I'm, I'm building, but we're getting there probably later in the interview. Like I'm completely transparent. I'm, there's no hide and seek for me in network marketing. But back then it was like that. So I, I read through pages of material on that website and, and I just trying for bits and pieces to find like a little bit more about like what is it, you know? Like curiosity definitely moved me. And then there was the opportunity to sign up for a two-day event. And it was even charged at 75 euros, which is about $100 uh, back then. And, um, and, and I just signed up for it. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. And uh, taking into account that I probably had $200 in my bank account, but I was ready to do this. So, so I just like straight signed up online, didn't talk to anybody, didn't email to anybody, just signed up, printed out my voucher, and went there. Wow. So you didn't even talk to anyone. You just went to no. the website. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I, I mean, then, good... eventually, then eventually I talked to the person who was the, the person using that recruitment system online, right? But um, I, I didn't know them, and they didn't approach me, and it was really like that. It was one of the easy ones for them, I guess. Yeah. You know, uh, it's really incredible because your story reminds me a lot of how I got involved in network marketing. I, was, and I think a lot of times distributors say oh no one's interested there are tons of people interested and how i got yeah. started was i was exactly like you looking for a change look actually, actually i was specifically looking for network marketing found a company and just googled that company's name in los angeles so some website popped up and i like you i clicked on a couple websites uh found the one that was most credible and caught this person out of the blue and said, hey how do i sign up you know and uh, it was kind of like yeah. yours was even easier you even need to, that person even need to talk to you you just went straight to the event so an amazing story yeah, absolutely. So it, it's really what it is. Yeah, I mean, people are people are 
you know, obviously the percentage of people that are that keen is low. It's a, it's a small percentage. But if you look at the absolute number, it's still thousands and thousands of people looking in every single market, in every single, uh, you know, environment. Um, but what I found, uh, um, Simon, is that people that look by themselves are usually the best recruits. I mean, I look at my organization today and I look at all the people that I talk to um, and then I look at all the people that talk to me and, and, I, and I have to say, uh, like the people that were intrinsically motivated to look, if that's an English word, I'm sorry for my English if I do something wrong, <laughs> I'm German, <laughs> but um, it, like those are the best people. So now the question is how do you get to these people, right? Um, and obviously you need to build up some credibility, you need to build up some name and you need to obviously get started from where you're at, not from, from where you're not at. So, um, but, but it's interesting. I mean, people that want to do something, want to change something in the first place are usually the best recruits. Yeah, because I think when you train them, you skip that step of teaching them mindset, success, don't quit, because they, they, they want it already, as opposed yes, to being introduced sure. to them. Now, yeah, you're right. With your 13 years of experience, what is your oh, – actually, well, getting back to that 17 years old, right? You started. You're keen. Yeah. Did you have success right away? And if not, what was the – what happened? Yeah. So what happened? I mean, I have to say this. Look, I was really, really good in school. I was basically the second best student in that entire school. And I was sent to, uh, you know, like camps for specially talented pupils or students in the, in the summer holidays. Uh, I was doing philosophy while other people were, at, 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 you know, uh, having their holidays and stuff. So I'm like that type of person. And, um, and my, my mom's already dreaming about me, you know, studying physics one day or becoming a Nobel laureate or whatever. And then I go see that seminar and I come home and it's like we have heard a lot of times, but it actually happened. Sunday night, I came home, I walk up to the bedroom of my parents, they're sleeping, I wake them up and say, mom, dad, it is incredible, I am going to be a millionaire. Like it literally happened like that. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, all right, whatever, go to bed, right? And, but then, I mean, next day I was like up early and I, and I dressed up and I wanted to go do my first meeting and my mom thought it was like all cute and she even took a picture of that uh, because she thought, oh my gosh, she's doing a business right now, awesome, right? And see, she, she took a picture of me and from there it went totally downhill with the dream of my mom. Because I was serious. I mean, something switched on that weekend. I like from then I was like in a, how to say that? Like some people will say I wasn't myself anymore, but I feel I was myself the first time because finally I found something that I could like, just like I saw that big vision and I went to work every single day, every single night. I didn't even sleep because I was that excited. Now understand, I was 17, and the average weight loss program of the company that we, were ha- that we had was like $140. So I started talking to my friends, and I found out they have no $140, none of them. They were like 16 and 17 years old. So I had to find a way on how to get customers. Also, today I teach people, when you get started in your company, make sure you order a reasonable amount of product. I mean, don't overdo it, but like, you know, at least, come on, get some stock um, because if you don't have product in hand, how do you want to build a business? Well, interestingly enough, I didn't have anything. I had one program. I couldn't even try it myself because I just simply didn't have the money. I, like, there was no way I'm going to buy anything. So, um, and so I had that one program, and I remember putting flyers together uh, like that I cut 
on an A4 paper looking for people that want to lose weight and I walked around the neighborhood and put it in mailboxes of people. And, and again, all stuff I wouldn't advise to do anymore today, but that's what I did back then. And I started to, like I started to just, like it, I was on a mission, right, if that makes sense. So the question, have I been successful? If, you, if I look at myself, every single step I took was, was a success because I, I was on the move, I was on the way, which a week ago I was not on the way. I mean, I was just finding this thing and I knew if I would make that happen, everything would change. So yes, that was a total success. Looking from the outside, probably not. It took me six months to, to reach the first decent rank and I'm talking the starter rank. I'm talking the rank where people usually would get started from. But I, I, get, I got there half a year of working every single day. I remember having conversations back then with people that they bought, you know, the, it was like a status um, where you just had the normal discount and everything, you know, like the best starting position. And I worked for that six month day and night to get there. Um, but, you know, every single step of the way it was like mini steps, but felt like a success. And um, so, so six months to get there for the normal product discount, what everybody would have. And then it took me two years to make the first $1,000. I was wow. 19 years then, uh, and I just finished my school, um, and um, I, I, I still finished quite okay, uh, like d- still decent, but, but not at all at the top anymore. I, mean, I just, since then, never ever looked at any book again. And um, I, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's basically what happened. So $1,000 after two years, and uh, one of the best stories about that is when, you know, the, in Germany you have something, it's called Abitur, it's basically the final test of your entire time of school. It's the final thing. Like everybody's nervous for half a year, take a medication because everybody's you know, going <laughs> crazy. You know? So and that was the meeting. I like the meeting, right? That was the test. And I walk in. There's like this big committee of judging you like on, on how you're doing in this test. And I walk in and I see two of my clients up there, which are my teachers who lost weight with my products. So I walk in there and, and one guy is like, Danian, I need more cappuccino shake. Like that was the first <laughs> thing in the test. And I was like, sure, we can do that, but let me just finish this test right here and we do it. And then, the, then they started talking about weight loss and I was thinking, man, I did something good. I did something right. It's so funny. So yeah, so and, and from there it went on. Third year, I made $2,000. And fourth year, $3,500 top check. Remember that. And I was doing it part-time in the, st- like I was studying in Frankfurt. Um, a Bachelor of Computer Science and Banking and Finance. And I just did that because everybody was so upset with me of wanting to go full-time in network marketing that I had to take some kind of studies. And, um, and I'm, I'm talking family and, you know. Um, and, and so I did that part-time. And, and hitting a part-time check of $3,500 somehow was the point where I was like, you know what, I got to do this full-time. And then it started from there. And um, yeah, that, that's kind of like the beginning. So is it a success if it takes you four years to make $3,000, well, if you start from a point of having $20 of pocket money, it sure is. If you, if you make $1,000 a month in school where nobody would even dream about that money, yes, it sure is from where I came from. It is Looking aw- from awesome the outside, story. it is nothing. Yeah, <laughs> for it me, is it was awesome. everything. Yeah, so, I so- lived through every single income thing my entire 13 years, like just a massive story. Yeah, I'm sure your parents were probably really negative because they had high hopes that you're like the yeah you're like the kind of nerd, the super smart kid, and now you're doing all you're in the English. We say you're in you're in the zone, like you're different. Yeah, you're in a total different zone. My son has totally become a different person. Did they ever call this like a cult? I'm sure they you got a lot of negativity. So how did you protect yourself from that? I mean, what was the self talk? How do you because most people wouldn't 
I mean, I mean, you have a great attitude. Twenty dollars to three and a half thousand—that's a success. But a lot of people say, "Come on, Danny, you're way smarter. You could be a doctor. You could be a lawyer. You could be a philosopher." What was the self-talk that kept you going? Yeah, there's a there's a lot of things that happened. I mean, you know, one day, so I was I was putting these flyers in mailboxes, right? And what happened is, on my flyer, I had my phone number, which was my mobile, which was obviously turned off off during the day as I was in school, and it would run on the mailbox where I would be like, "Hey, this is Danny, and you're." personal wellness coach, leave you a message and stuff like that. So, um, and, uh, and, but before I did that with my, my, with my mobile, I had people call it our home phone. And um, so I wanted my mom to write down who called and so I call them back. Now, what happened is after some time, maybe like two weeks into it, there's no call coming. And I'm thinking, that's insane. How come there's no call? I mean, at all. I mean, nobody's calling. So I went even harder. Like I put even more flyers in. And it was November and December in Germany. It's freaking freezing. <laughs> so like, I'm like freezing my hands up every single day. Oh, and by the way, side story, they told me on the, on, the, on the event, you have to take your products in order to be successful. And I was very serious about following every advice, but I just couldn't afford to take my product. So true story, I bought one of the protein bars that they had. Like the, the, There was like a package of protein bars, 14 bars. I remember it was 14 euros, 71, like uh, $17. And I awarded myself or rewarded myself every 1,000 flyers that I put in to have one protein bar. And I celebrated it. And it's really true. It actually happened exactly like that. So, and then I just like celebrated. I was sitting down. I was opening it up. Like it, it was magical. Everything was magical about it for me. And, and so anyways, so, um, so I, no calls coming in. So I go harder, put more flyers, go harder, go harder. No calls coming out. I'm thinking, what is wrong? And then I find that for about a week, my mom had disconnected the home phone because she didn't want me to do the business. So like it is like, and it's not just that that was interfering with my business. I realized that for her, she rather would not have a phone for the entire family than having like, like then having me go do the business, which then made me go even hotter because I was just like, I'm I'm, like, this is the obstacle they talked about. Right. (laughs) So I'm going to do this. It doesn't matter. So I got my mobile phone. I did the mailbox thing. And then, you know, so many things happen. I mean, I could, I should probably write a book one day. I just always, like, you know, when it's your own story and everything is interesting, but, but I, probably it is interesting because thousands of people go through similar situations. But one thing that happened is that back then there was something called a home zone, which was a special area. If you were in that area, your display on your mobile phone would show like a little house. And when that showed, you were talking at a, at a, at a, basically landline rates with your mobile phone. That was like an all new thing. Now this home zone wasn't available where I lived, but it was available in the neighborhood right next to my school. So I was putting it there, the home zone with my provider. And then every single break, even if it was just like a 15 minute break, I was ran, like I ran off to that zone and I was <laughs> calling two people from my list and I went back. And at some point, uh, police came and they stopped me and they were like, they like they wanted to see my papers and my they wanted to see my uh, my documents and everything. I was like, "Sir, may I have what's going on?" And then said, "Yeah, you know, people have called the police multiple times because you've been standing here for months every single day in front of these homes, talking on your phone, and they're afraid you want to break into property or you want to plan anything." Wow! And and, and I was like, "No, sir, you don't understand. It's a little house on my display. Check this out." And by the way, I'm in this network marketing business, so I tried to invite them <laughs> to the meeting. They didn't show up, though. But it's 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 uh, it's it's a true story. So um, 
it's it's amazing um but see i don't know i, I don't know if it sounds hard or anything but it wasn't hard back then because it was my opportunity you know mm. so I, I just did everything i could anything anytime anywhere that everywhere. is yeah <laughs> you have not just one book probably a couple books inside of you what an amazing story like the mom i can imagine freezing your butt off in germany in the winter and right. you know, this flyer, a thousand, and then you're rewarding yourself just eating a protein bar. Next time I open a protein bar, I'll, I'll be thinking of you now. Did I think about a thousand it exactly. flyers? Like Daniel, do I deserve this protein bar? What an amazing <laughs> story! And like, um, but you kept on going and just running. I can actually visualize yourself running, sprinting there just to get two phone calls in there and the home zone and running back. So amazing, amazing story. So what was the turning point? Like, I know you hit like four years, three and a half thousand. Was this a specific skill, a specific aha moment, something you learned that really that helped your business take off and help you get to where you are today? Yes, definitely. And, and, and there is something that, that happened which was very specific. So uh, fast forward from there. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in university. I'm hitting a three and a half thousand dollar check. Uh, I'm looking at the check. I, I, I brought it to my studies for about two weeks before cashing it. It was still a printed check, like a real printed, beautiful check. Uh, and um, because I didn't want to cash it, I just want to look at it because it was so beautiful and I would lose it when I cash it. <laughs> so I was like looking at it all the time. And, and I was thinking, okay, if I do three and a half thousand part time, what would I make full time? If I do this and three, four hours a day, like next to everything, what would I do if I worked 12 hours? And I figured myself making 10 grand a month. And so I quit my studies and I quit the bank. And, and, and that was two weeks before, before I finished the, the official title for the job. Because in the meantime, while I was studying, I was in the bank, I was doing some, I don't know the word in English, but like when you finish the whatever is you learn for what's the job title, so there was like a job title which you get after two years and, and then there is this other thing which is your study title which you get after three and a half years. And um, so uh, about two weeks before the final test for that job title, I walked into the office from the guy and I said that um, I will uh, not come back. And he's like looking at me like this has never happened before. Why would you not come back? And I said like because it's too expensive to show up here every day. And I showed him my check. And I said, listen, this is what I make part-time what I make full time is about not like it's uh, uh, I don't know it's it's like about twenty uh, percent of that. So I make eighty percent more part time than I make full time, so I can't come back. And he didn't get it. And he was like, "Why don't you just at least do the test so you have something in your pocket, like you have some kind of certificate, something that you can build on in the future?" And I said, "See, that's exactly the point. I don't want to even have it because I don't want to go back to it ever. Like this is my way." So I, I made it a point and I left. It was quite hard uh, in that moment because the fourth semester, which was right after, after the test in two weeks, was a foreign semester. And that semester was abroad, uh, basically, a broad semester. And, and I applied for the Hawaiian Pacific University in Honolulu, Hawaii. And uh, that was my dream place. I ever dreamed, always dreamed about Hawaii. And, um, and that part, like I was supposed to go there. And not even that, all my friends were going there too. So it was like the thing that I was waiting for, like would have been the time of my life. But I looked at my business and I looked at the business that I built and I was like, if now I'm going to go abroad for six months, my business is going to fall apart. Everything I built is going to be gone. So you have to take a decision. And so I took the decision uh, that I did not go, which was one of the hardest decisions. I mean, it was really hard. It was the dream to get there. I was fighting for getting 
you know, like uh, the, the allowance to go there and, and not the allowance, not the money. I'm, I'm talking the, the acceptance and, and all of that. Anyways, but I took the decision. So that was definitely one thing. And, and all, through my whole story, and that's basically the, the first nugget, I was always willing to put the sacrifice that was needed to make it happen because there is just no success without that. Um, so that, that's, and, and then I went full time and, and, uh, it was a disaster assignment when I went full time, everything fell apart. Like my whole, because all of a sudden, first time going full time in network marketing, it's not as you expected at all. All of a sudden there's all this free time and the free time is basically like squashing you. There is no, there is no system on your day anymore. There's no routine anymore. It just, and it's all the pressure. Now you have to make it happen. And, 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 and it was a horrible time. Like I loved network marketing the first, uh, you know, three and a half years up until I got to that point. And then for the three and a half to four and a half year when I was full time, it was not nice. It, it was a disaster. I hated a lot of minutes of it um, because I put myself under such a pressure uh, um, and I would try and every single thing. And we're so I was so confused how to make it happen. You know, I, and I know many people that are listening to this interview right now. You might be there right now being completely confused. Why doesn't it work? I'm working so hard. How, why can I not advance? Like, how, like, you know, somehow everything I do doesn't really work out. I don't even see how to, how to really advance. And, and, and I was at that stage for a very long time. And then I eventually dropped out on network marketing. Like, I stopped. I, I met a guy from real estate. You said it in the introduction. I went in real estate. So, I know, and I met a guy in my company who was really successful in his life. And he, he, he didn't work for him as well. Um, and and he, he came from a totally different income level. I mean, if he wouldn't make 10 grand, he would li- literally lose his house and everything. So for him, the, all my nice story with 3,000, 2,000, 4,000, uh, if even, which I, I think, no, I never hit 4,000. Like he, he would laugh about that. He'd be like, that's really cute, but sorry, that's, I can't even sustain on that. So he went back in real estate and I followed him because I thought he would be some kind of a mentor and he could teach me stuff. So I even dropped out of network marketing. Now, after this experience in, in real estate, we built a company and, and, and then some stuff happened, which, which wasn't really nice. Um, and basically, I, I, I met people that weren't honest and, and that, you know, did things the wrong way. And I, I eventually left that and I, and I wanted to go back in network marketing. And the reason why I wanted to go back in network marketing, not only because it was my first business love, but really it was um, something where I could count on. Like some network marketing for me was something that, Yes, it might be hard to get volume on your check, but if you have the volume, you get the money. You know, there is no lawyers, there is no discussions, which I thought back then. But so anyways, so went back into network marketing. And but then at that point, I really was looking for a mentor, you know, was looking for somebody that, that could teach me how to do this. I mean, you know, after four years being my four, four, first company, four and a half years, I had 74 people only and nine people were working. And all the other people were not doing anything. And, and I always wondered, how do people have thousands of people? I mean, how do they even do that? Where do they even come from? And, and I wanted to learn. And I figured the only way to learn is to, to work with somebody who has it, who does it, who does it now currently, who's working right now, not 20 years ago. So, and, and I was looking for that mentor. And, it, and, and, and I don't want to go into the full story because it's going to take about another hour. But, but eventually, I found the right guy. Okay, I found the right guy. And that was five years ago. And, 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 I, and I signed up with, uh, you know, a guy who now we became great friends. Uh, he's amazing. I mean, you even had an interview with him on your channel, Simon. And, 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 and since then, it, it really went amazing. I, and I learned a lot from him. And, um, but to get to the – so first, first breakthrough was to be willing – well, the first 
groundwork was I was always willing to put in the sacrifice. The second one, I realized I need a mentor. The real breakthrough point, and that's the last thing I want to say. I know it's a super long answer to a quick question, but here's the, here's the actual breakthrough. I always thought everybody would do network marketing differently. I thought every single leader would do it differently. And yes, everybody has its own personality and his own character and so on and so forth. But it was this point in time when I realized they're all doing the same thing. They just give it a different name. Every single sustainable network marketing superstar is doing the very same thing. And I've just given a few clues. It's always relationship above business, for example. Like when you go into the little lower network marketing or you, you go to these people that just shoot high for a year and then they change their company or do all of that stuff, you find a lot of, I mean, you potentially find a, a lot of people that you know, don't have high value systems that don't, they just, you know, go in, recruit, like do stuff like that. And, and yes, it works for some time, but it's never going to be the place where you actually want to be. If you go to the real leaders, it's always value above business. It's always relationship. It's always other people first. They're always coming from a giver perspective. And the fun part, they don't give because they have, but they have because they give, you know, and, and, and that's with everything. That's with time. That's with energy. Obviously they're smart about it. I mean, they, they give time and energy and, 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 and help to people that deserve it, not that ask for it only. Um, but, but, you know, it's, it's, this, it's this type of change. Also the process. And, and um, uh, I'm, not, um, I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure if, I, if, if I'm allowed to use names, but, like, then, you know, I went to this uh, yeah, absolutely. generic. Okay, cool. So, so, so my mentor was Calvin Becerra. Um, he taught me a lot. And then I went to the U.S. because that's the country where the best network marketers are from somehow. Um, and, uh, and, and, and I went to all these uh, different meetings and, and, and I went to Eric Worre and, and, and I have to just say, man, Eric changed my life because what he did, he was not in my company, it was generic training and I looked at everything he was teaching and it was the very same thing, just in different words and I understood there is no, the, the search for the way is over, I know the way and because of that, for the first time really knowing that what I'm doing is the right way or really found the right way. Now, for the first time, I stopped looking around, how's everybody else working? If that makes sense. It is so powerful when you have clarity. You know, Tony Robbins says clarity is power. And, and I realized I never had total clarity. Like some people would try to do that. Other people would try to do that and, and, and so on and so on. And, and, and all of a sudden, I knew. And you know, there's this book, Seven Steps to Becoming a Network Marketing Professional by Eric Worre. Um, this book, I don't know. Somehow heaven corresponded while writing that book because in this book it is the blueprint on how to be successful and today all I'm doing and you mentioned before I'm living in Dubai right now I'm building a whole new group over here um, Middle East totally different situation totally new thing feels like five years ago when I started uh, building this team Um, and what I do is I make sure everybody reads the book everybody attends a training, everybody understands that that's the clarity. So clarity is power. When I found the clarity on how to build it, I was like, okay, that's it. And I could put my, all my focus in the right way of building it. And, and, and having that insecurity go in my head, that was the breakthrough. And then from there, it just went. I mean, insane. So that was such an awesome sharing and training, Dan, you just gave. ML Nation, you just want to hit that rewind button a few times. Rewind for the last 5, 10 minutes. Just go back there. And also listen to the recap and review I'll do. I'll, talk, I'll touch on the main points, uh, the main aha moments that you need to apply. Uh, but there's so many, and we can go on and on, Daniel. I think 
And for those MLM Nation who don't know, Daniel's mentor is Calvin Becerra, an awesome leader. He was on MLM Nation episode 109. Definitely go check out Calvin as well. Uh, Calvin actually, like I said, like Daniel's talked about, there's only one way to do network marketing. It's always relationship before business. And even when Calvin and I connected, um, it was just providing value. He's providing value to me. He connected. One way to provide value is connecting people. And Calvin connected me with Daniel. You know, and uh, also I think, Daniel, all these leaders um, who you know put value before business, they always think long term too. I think they never think, oh, is this person going to join? Right? They always giving, 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 and know that the payoff will come long term. And sometimes you may not even see it, and sometimes it may come years later. But they've been doing that for the whole life, and that's why when they go out and have something to offer, people follow them. Would you agree to that? Absolutely, one hundred percent. And and you know what evidences in the very behavior. Let's say that here's this brand new person and the brand new person starts the business and he puts his first list together and he talks to his first people and he makes a phone call and the person says, ah, no, I'm not interested. And then the person gets all depressed and says, oh my gosh, he's not interested. Um, like I, I can't believe it. Why is he not interested? And, and when that happens and I see this happening, I always tell the new guy, listen, did he even really see the opportunity? No. What, like, what is he not interested in? He, he didn't even see it. Now, the reason why I say that from a giving perspective is if my new guy really cares about the person instead of just trying to recruit him, he feels like, oh, my gosh, I really got to educate him. Like, I need to be here for him. I, like, I don't care if he signs up. It's his decision. But I do care about he's not running with open eyes blind into I, I don't even want to say wrong direction. I don't know what he does. But for sure, he's not seeing the better way that network marketing is providing. So if you care enough for people to have patience with them, to come back, to follow up, to help them see more, just because you want them to understand the opportunity more for them than for you, then you're on the right way. Absolutely. And I also want to touch on what you talked about being full-time. Like That was one of your worst moments in network marketing, going f- uh, I think that's a big mistake. Do you agree that and a couple of the leaders shared this as well? One of the biggest mistakes is people go full time too early in this business. Oh, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and, you know, it's interesting because when you're new to the business, um, like let's say back then, my third year in business, second year in business, and I would have somebody from my team saying, oh, my gosh, I'm thinking about going full time. My upline would say, no, no, don't do it. Be part time. But I'd be like, of course, do it. Come on, cancel. Let's do this. <laughs> right. Because I was thinking re- results will get better. But it's, it's, it's a lie. It's not true. Because time doesn't equal efficiency. Actually, pressure lowers your results. And if your whole structure, your whole piece goes away because all of a sudden you have to make it happen, it's not a good idea. See, there, is people that are, that, there are people that are really skilled in network marketing. Like, for example, um, I mean, any leader who's a real, like who build a successful multi-million dollar organization, he wouldn't even think of building it part-time. But that's because he acquired the skills. But it, as long as you acquire the skills, and, and, and I mean, learning never stops as well. I'm not trying to say, oh, these people got there and that's it. But, but uh, it makes sense. I mean, as long as you cannot be absolutely and 100% sure that you know exactly how to put together an organization, and it's not an if or maybe it's just uh, something about, okay, am I willing to put in the work, um, then you shouldn't go full-time. I mean, it's just like, it's, it's such a pressure. Um, and, and, you know, having a daytime job provides a lot of value. It gives that, it gives that routine. It gives that, uh, it pays the bills. It's very important. Yeah, um, it also, yeah, go, go ahead. 
I'm sorry to cut you off. It also, like, I'm sure uh, it pays the bills. It's a great way to meet people. But also, I'm sure you found this when you went full-time too early. Uh, you woke up at 10 a.m., 11 a.m. in the morning. There's no one to prospect. You're just sitting at home because all your friends are at work, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's totally true. And, and that was actually what you cut me off. You said it exactly what I was about to say, which is like you, you get to know people because of some kind of a scheduled activity. And even though it's not just people at work, but then you talk to people from work and then you go do sports together, whatever, like your social life becomes really small before you learn that, have, that you have to purposely grow it again because, because you work from home all of a sudden. And yes, you have your team and you can talk to your team, but that's kind of like an internal thing. Like, how about all the external stuff, you know? So really learning that you have to live a life on purpose and that you have to go out there and that you have to build some activity that you can connect with people, all of this. It took a long time and I didn't make it the first time. I, I really didn't. It, it was too hard. I wanted to switch gears a little bit and talk about uh, Dubai. You're the first leader we've had on the show over, you know, this is 130 uh, 137 episodes. First leader from Dubai, and for those Americans or for you know people up in the West who don't really know Dubai, I can you share a little bit about it and just briefly, briefly walk through the steps. What took you to a move to Dubai? Because yeah. I know it's a so, really hot network marketing market, but for those who don't yeah. know, share a little bit about it. Well, well, Dubai is first of all, it's a magnificent place. I mean, it's a place where you see dreams come true in front of your eyes every single day. I mean, you need to update your navigation system every eight weeks because there's not a new building. There's new cities. There's new parts of the cities. There's new, I mean, they aren't hesitant in doing anything that's necessary to make us blow our minds every single day. I mean, they lift up six lane roads just because they want to under flood it with a canal of water. I mean, they don't care. It's, it's just like they see it, they have the vision, they make it happen. So I mean, I have deep respect for all the rulership of Dubai and the way they operate this, this, this unbelievable city. So first of all, now that leads into uh, a lot of different things being uh, a super international place. I mean, this is so, when I do meetings, we always do this. It, it actually happens when, when we have meetings and, and I have another one tonight, like I'm doing meetings um, and all that. Like we, we, we look at people and we're like, okay, just for fun, tell us which country are you from? And like you would go through the room and you hear South Africa, UK, Germany, Nigeria, Kenya, Azerbaijan, uh, Oman, you know, like it, it is hard to find two people from the same country because we have, I think, an expat population of more than 80% here, 80, and um, everybody is just from anywhere. So building a global organization from this point is, is, is pretty, uh, it's all, it almost has to happen. Okay, so that's really interesting and I like that about it. Also, but you know the reason why to Dubai is really, when I went to Dubai the first time, um, it's, uh, I, I just landed and it was this feeling like I need to be here. It's just like I love this place. This is my home. It wasn't even a conscious, smart business decision. It was more like a life decision. I want to be here. And I always say to people, I mean, is your job support, like, like are you adapting your life for your job or is your job or your business a vehicle that supports your life? And, and, I'm, and, and I found that in network marketing. So network marketing gives me the freedom to be here and to work from here, which is the place I want to be. And that's why I work here. It wasn't just, oh my gosh, it's such a hot market. I'm going to go build here. It was, I want to be in Dubai because that is what I want to do in my life. And equally, wow, awesome. I can build the business there. So that's how it worked. And uh, there's a lot of benefits, of course. I mean, one big one is there is just no income tax. 
And that is very significant. I mean, uh, I, I know that does not apply, unfortunately, to U.S. Americans in this particular case, because um, you guys pay taxes wherever you are because of the passport situation. But for us, like for me, being a German person moved out of Germany, living in Dubai, there is no income tax. And, you know, th th that's a big one. But again, that's not the reason. The reason is because it's awesome. And now I value all the different things like the international uh, uh, things and all of that. And um, that, that's, that's basically, I am here because I wanted to be here and now we just make it happen. When I came here, I didn't know anybody. And usually when people say, oh my gosh, I want to build somewhere else, you shouldn't just go there and build if you don't know anybody. I mean, I've seen people wasting a lot of time and a lot of money for going just somewhere randomly and doing it. So that's why it would be a bad business decision if I went for business because I didn't have a group yet. But it was a smart decision because I wanted my life to be there. Now, when I went there, I didn't know anybody. So I had to go heavily in building a brand new list. And that's a very, very good situation to do that because every single person runs into that on a, on a lower scale every single day. Oh my gosh, who am I going to talk to, right? Who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to talk to? So what can you do in order to find more people, to find new people, to build new connections? I was tested to that like at a, at a very intense level. And I believe in learning and total immersion. And if you're in that situation that you just have to get to know new people, it's, it's very interesting. Um, and you do a lot of different things and it worked out pretty fine. I mean, we have, uh, I'm, I'm building, uh, there was a long process in getting everything started and so on. But now we're, we're here again for like, um, I would say, I mean, we're building this particular situation here in Dubai now for six months. And we just crossed 500 distributors in our group. Uh, that doesn't sound too huge, but I'm also still working on my international business every day. So, uh, but, but it's going up from here. And it's very interesting to, to, to just completely rebuild. And it's a very new market. I mean, people here, the, the ones that know about network marketing are the, uh, are the ones that come from abroad. They, heard, they, they know it from South Africa. They know it from Philippines. They know it from UK or from US. They don't necessarily know it from here. So it's a very, very early pioneering market. I mean, there is a... About $180 billion in sales and network marketing around the world. There's only $1 billion in the Middle East. So it's a very pioneering market. Uh, that might be a good or a bad thing, but it's definitely um, to consider or to know. Hey, thank you for sharing. You know, this is so awesome. We can go on and on and on. You've been one of the um, – uh, the stories are incredible. That's all I can say. We can go on and on, and uh, I really respect your time. Um, to, we, but we have to kind of end it to respect your time. I know you got a uh, training and the meetings coming up. But some really quick questions to pick your brain, and these can be really short one- or two-word answers, okay? Okay. As we wrap up the show. One of them is, what is one of your favorite success quotes that motivates you? The favorite success quote is, little steps done consecutively lead into massive results in the future. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Relentlessness. Mm. What's the best piece of advice you ever received? Read GoPro. That's awesome. Yeah, and GoPro, by the way, MLM Nation, definitely go get it. We'll link it to the show notes page. It's one of the uh, most recommended books on, on the episodes of MLM Nation. So definitely check out GoPro by Eric Worre. Uh, back to you, Daniel. What is your favorite prospecting tool you use? So say someone, you have a prospect, they're interested. Do you send them a link to an online video? Do you sit down with them? Do you use a newsletter, a magazine? Do you use a flip chart? Or do you use an iPad presentation? Uh, or you just take them straight to a meeting? What do you like to do? 
Yeah, um, I have uh, a simple email, a simple email with a selection of links that I believe are incredible and awesome and inspiring. And that's kind of my, like my, my prospecting tool. Like I connect with somebody usually in real life or social media. And then if I see that the person's interested and if I see or if I see some potential in them and after talking to them, after doing the invitation, I usually send them some information to review if they really have absolutely no idea about network marketing ever, then I have a fully recorded online business presentation that I did that I will send him so he can review it. But I'm absolutely not afraid to give out information up front because I want to be transparent, truthful, and direct with my business. There is no hide and seek, like I said in the beginning, hey, what do you do? I'm in network marketing. Uh, and, 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 and you know what? And, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I mentioned the company name and I mentioned the products. And there is no, I mean, I want to be just super transparent. So I send out some information that I think is great, have them review it, and then I want to meet them because it's really about building this relationship and that's kind of like the process. Do you have a favorite online resource like a Dropbox or Evernote or a favorite app on your phone that you could recommend? Um, no, WhatsApp. Yeah, oh. I'm using WhatsApp. That's the deal. I mean, I heard that you guys in the U.S. are not using WhatsApp too much, and I hear all the criticism about it and all of this, but you know what, point blank, like I would say 95% of all communication in the entire organization is WhatsApp in our group. We work a lot with voice messages. We work a lot with groups. I mean, this has just become the big thing the last two years for us. And uh, aside from GoPro by Eric Worre, any other book you could recommend to ML Nation? Yes. As a Man Thinketh. As a Man Thinketh. How do you say that? Yeah, As a Man, As a Think man Thinketh by James Allen. Absolutely incredible book. Yes, uh, that's, that's a really awesome book. And ML Nation, I know you love audio since you listen to this podcast. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook at mlmnationbook.com. That is mlmnationbook.com. Wow. And then here's the last question, the million-dollar question. Are you ready? I'm ready. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business. And I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids. And also have the time to give back and produce these ML Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So, so here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. 
These are the things that helped me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome their objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills that help me build a million-dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you didn't know your family. You didn't know Calvin, your mentor. You didn't know anyone. But yet all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. So you're kind of like an alien that went to another planet. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects or the first place you'll go to find prospects to build an MLM business from scratch? Okay, I would look at, I would ask myself, what do I enjoy doing? Like, what's my favorite activities? And the second question is, what am I good at? And I would put it in a list, and then I would go, to, I'll go out there and look for people that have the common, like the same common interest. Like, I would engage in activities that I like doing, that I enjoy doing, because these activities make me happy naturally. And if you're happy, you're energetic, and energy is attractive. Second thing, what am I good at? Because I'm a natural leader in that field because just I'm good at it. So people look up to me, so it gives me credibility, gives me at least influence. Like um, that, That's what I would do. I would, I would look at those two things, engage in there, start building a social life, start connecting with people. I'd be super high energy every single time. When two people meet, it's not just about what they know. It's about the energy that they put in. It's how much they care. And I would just do that. I mean, I would, that's exactly what I would do. That's actually what I did when I came to Dubai because it kind of felt that way. <laughs> so that's really what you have to do or what oh, I would do. Awesome. And as we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect and contact you? Yeah. I mean, see, the last, the last piece of advice is I understand that whoever listens to this audio or this recording or any other recording is we're all at completely different levels of our business. But we all have one common goal, and that is just advance from that point. Now, it, so sometimes it is very hard to just give like a specific advice on what to do right now. But there's these general things, and I find out that the general things are the most important ones. I mentioned one just right now, which is being high energy. I mean, if you are excited, please tell your face about it. Tell your body about it. Listen to the melody of your voice. I mean, constantly. I keep on hearing people talking to me and saying, oh my God, your energy just gives me so much. It makes me, 
It, it makes me inspired. It motivates me. And it's just energy. It is really, most people operate on low energy and you cannot build a big business on low energy. So use the energy. Don't be afraid to be excited. Care for people. And, and if you just put that in at any place we're at right now, I promise you people will start seeing a change. They will start following you. They will start being interested. It is really about the energy that's transported um, and, 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 and how you make people feel. Because in the end, people forget about what you say, but how you feel, that's what they always remember and, and, and how they feel. Sorry, that's exactly what they always remember, how they feel. So, so this is really use that and, and, then, and then just go make it happen. And um, for your other question, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm easy to find on Facebook. Probably I'm going to be even linked, you know, on, the, on, this, on this audio. So on Facebook is a great way to connect. Um, I also have my website, which is danianfire.com. Um, but really, I'm like, um, pr- probably the easiest way to contact me is on Facebook. ML Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Danian Fire. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Danian. That's D-A-N-I-E-N. Okay, D-A-N-I-E-N. At the search bar in the show notes, uh, Danian's contact info, his website, his Facebook will be right there. And all the nuggets of wisdom will be there. This is an awesome, awesome show. Definitely connect with Danian. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So, Daniel, thanks again for sharing your valuable time with ML Nation. We're grateful to you, and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thanks again so much, Daniel, and God bless you. Thank you very much, Simon, and thank you for putting this awesome show together. I know people can get so much value from, the, from your website, from all your productions. It's incredible. Thank you so much. This episode is brought to you by TaxBot. TaxBot is a really useful tool that I wish was available when I was busy building my MLM business. We all know the tax benefits of having a home-based business. The problem is is having a system and doing all the grunt work to track your receipts, mileage, and putting everything together for your accountant. I I remember days when I was stressed out putting together all the old receipts from the past year and adding up to see what my deductions were, or kicking myself because I forgot to calculate the mileages for my car's odometer. Fortunately, things are much easier now with TaxBot. TaxBot is a super cool tool that helps MLM distributors manage and track their business expenses and possibly lower your business taxes and improve your profits. Not only will it digitally store your receipts and create audit-safe deduction reports that you can easily send to your accountant, the best part is that you can use your phone to track your mileage every time you drive to a business meeting. TaxBot works on your phone, computer, and across all computer platforms. Whether you're using Mac, Windows, iPhone, or Droid, it'll work for everything and it will take your business to the next level. So if you're a serious MLM distributor, want to be more organized in running a business so you can get bigger legal tax deduction, go check out TaxBot at mlmnation.net forward slash TaxBot. It will save you a ton of time and headaches. Again, go to mlmnation.net forward slash Tax bot. Woo, ML Nation, what an awesome, awesome show. This is an episode you want to go back and listen again and again. There's so many nuggets of wisdom there. Or, um, you know, pull over, take some notes. And I'm going to give you a quick recap review and an awesome show from Danian Fire. Danian, go to mlnation.net and type in Danian, D-A-N-I-E-N. Okay, D-A-N-I-E-N. Or put in Dan, it'll probably uh, pull up. Uh, Daniel Fire out in Dubai, awesome leader. And I, you know, 
there's so many aha moments there. I could go on and on for like uh, probably give a training itself based on what he talked about. And I'm just going to go from top to to the beginning to the end. And number one is like, and how there's a lot of people out there who are looking for opportunity. It really reminded me, like he he was look, you know, he just went to Google type work for a home, right? And um, simply for me, I was I knew I wanted to do network marketing. I put network marketing, found a company that were in that company. I googled in Los Angeles. Website came up. I contacted that person, and uh, that's how I got started. A lot of people out there, and if you don't see those people, you're probably focusing on the wrong people. Another thing that Daniel talked about was always have product on hand. Make sure you have product on hand so not only can you use it, but also that you can share it with others. Um, having product on hand, some extra product, extremely important. And especially if you're doing some type of weight loss, something like that. When you, you want to get people started right away. Even, you know, if I'm excited about weight loss and I have to wait for my products to arrive three, four days later, sometimes it's like a, kind of like a buzzkill. You know, I guess they call it like a buzzkill where you're not as excited anymore, Right. You have some product on hand. This is something that I used to do. If someone got to start weight loss. I always had product on hand at home. I'll give them my product so they can get started immediately. Whether it was supplements, weight loss, I want to get someone started immediately. I just told the person nicely, hey, uh, when you get your product, then you can just give it back to me the next time we meet. But I always want my customers to get product immediately on hand if possible. Uh, another thing Dan shared that, you know, it took him four years to make only three and a half thousand, you know, it, that's a failure, right? You can say, but to him, that's a success because he came from the 17 year old of only $20 uh, left to his name. That's a success because the success was measured in the skills that he learned. Uh, I'm not even going to go to all the things he did, um, the, the persistence, but, you know, it's just incredible, his journey. Another thing I want to mention, like he gave up what he wanted to he um, was his dream place to go, Hawaii, right? He wanted to go to Hawaii. He had he, he had a chance and gave that up. And it really re- yeah, reminds me, and burning that bridge re- reminds me when I had, when I was being a sports agent, uh, bringing Amer- American players who were not good enough to the NBA to bring them overseas to play. I had the major moment to work for a high, you know, it was probably like an $80,000 job to and this was kind of really cool, to work with a player in China to bring him to the NBA to sign him. And, you know, this is not the first player. I was good friends with Wang Jiji. It was like a second, another player to bring the second young player, this kid, uh, Yi Jianlian. So if you're basketball players, you may know he played in the NBA for a couple of years. He was drafted by the Minnesota Timberwolves, I think back in 06 or 07, something like that. But they, this guy wanted me, offered me a job out in China to recruit him and 80000 But I knew at that time, it's similar to Danny. And I hadn't even thought about this for a while until you brought it up. I said no. And at that time, I was like, what am I doing saying no? Because once I said no, I'm telling you, my, all my connections in the sports, especially basketball, Asian business, basically died and ended. Because they said, why would Simon Chan turn that down? You know, uh, And for me, it wasn't any business. It was just go out there, be friends with a player, work for a company, work for this agency. And you know, if I got lucky, um, I signed them. If I signed them, I'll maybe, probably make a quarter million dollar bonus for signing, uh, but if I didn't, I realized, hey, even if I got the quarter million dollar, bo- that's the best case scenario. I got a quarter million dollars, uh, and I stay at a job, right? The downside is, you know, I don't get the quarter million dollars. I just get $80,000 a year. But one thing I definitely knew is if I went there for six months, one year, my whole ML business would have died because that time I was earning 100 200 This is back in 04. I was just getting started. I had some momentum. I knew if I took that job, pursue money, I would have killed 
my dreams. And five years later, I could be wealthier. I could be at a, but I'll still be working for agency at a job. Even if I sign the player, I have maybe some money in the bank, but I'll be still stuck in a rat race with zero residual income. So I still remember I was living, living on 1633 South Bundy Drive in Los Angeles on the border of Santa Monica and West LA. And I just decided no. And ever since then, people thought I was crazy. Um, but you know what? If it wasn't for that moment, I'm so happy. I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be talk- talking to a fantastic leader like Daniel, uh, like here. So, you know, you got to burn your bridges. Well, another thing that, uh, you know, Daniel talked about, which has been emphasized by a lot of leaders, uh, one right off the mind, there's a, a lot of them on the show, but one of them, like Ivan Sisko, was like going full-time, right? Going full-time too early was one of the biggest mistakes because time does not equal efficiency, and a lot of times you end up wasting more time. And we can go on and on and on about that. But if you're not earning enough, you know, you, it's not a lack of time. It's the lack of time management. You definitely need to improve your time management. It's not the lack of time because there's plenty of time. And seriously, if you go full time, you wake up 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the morning. You have no one to talk to. You have no prospects to talk to. You become miserable. You become needy. And you actually become desperate. You start hating the business. The more desperate you are, you chase away prospects. Uh, two other things is, you know, he brought up a great point. He talked about great leader, Calvin Becerra, who, who we had on episode 109. You know, great leaders, what they do, they focus on relationship over business. They're always looking to pro- provide value. They're never seeing a dollar on a person's head. They're providing value, building genuine relationships, and they see a long-term game, long-term play. Not like, oh, and most distributors, oh, the person's not interested. Oh, they get the feelings hurt. Oh, they like, oh, they maybe not even my friends. Some of them, some of you, hopefully you're not one of them listening to the show. Like, oh, they're not even my friends anymore. You know, don't think that way, right? It's, it's, it's people think long-term because there's never a bad prospect. It's just the wrong time for the right prospect. And the prospect, if they say no, they may not even see it. They don't see the opportunity. But there may be a later, eventually later time that they see the opportunity. And again, definitely go back to the show where Daniel talks about it. And the last thing Daniel really brought, brought up in, in his closing comments, his last words of advice was the melody of your voice, your energy, right? You probably hear energy in my voice. That's what you're listening to. Everyone follows people with energy. How's your energy? Record yourself. Listen to yourself. Do you have energy? When someone listens to you, I, I mean, you can be the nicest person, but I'm sorry, you have low energy. No one wants to follow you. You know, can you see anyone in the world who's a leader that's low energy, right? Is the uh, Obama, what does he has a good, when he was on his campaign trail, does he have energy? The people who, and Obama, I brought up Obama because he had no political experience. Right, here's a great example where he had no political experience when he won the election in 08. Very, very, very little. There's a lot of people more qualified, more experienced, but he was probably one of the best speakers. He inspired hope and tons of energy. Right, and I'm not even talking about his political policies, uh, whether uh, was you liked him or not, but. He won the people's vote. He was a leader that people wanted to follow. And just look at the people on stage. They have energy. So how's your energy? Go and listen. Record yourself next time you're pre- presenting, prospecting. Just, you know, especially use an iPhone, use your phone. Record. Listen to yourself how you sound because the energy vibrates and people follow people with energy. Um, I could go on and on. You know, this is an awesome show. Animal Nation. Please leave a review on iTunes. That's, those really help. Leave a review on iTunes. And definitely connect with Daniel, awesome leader. And uh, share those with others. Share this is an episode you definitely want to share. Awesome advice. And super inspiring. Just Daniel's journey. All the stories he shared. And uh, ML Nation, think back. To, you know, the one thing that helped diff- 
that the franchise leaders from most people are struggling, they always think long term. They always have intention, value and relationship over business, always helping others, providing value. So I'm going to leave you with this, my command for you. Network marketing is about helping others. So go out there and have a positive impact on someone's life today. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.